to Batting Rounds, Batting Rounds, Baseball Podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Austin. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren. <laughs> and Steven. You. You. <laughs> hey, Steven. Uh, and we have some returning guests, uh, kind of our, our sister podcast, I think. They're, out, they're going on a big victory lap right now. It's uh, Alex Baisley and Bobby Wagner from Tipping Pitches. What's up, guys? What's up? Not much. Happy to be here. Welcome we back. on passing around the uh, communist literature to all of the minor leaguers that we've ever met in our lives. So. <laughs> We're here to do the podcast now. I was talking about uh, a new Taylor Swift album being announced is what I was talking about, actually. No, oh, right. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> For anybody who hasn't hasn't heard the news somehow, if you're, if you're following us, I'd be I'd be surprised. But they're, they're unionizing the miners. It's happening. The thing from your shirts. It's uh, it, it looks like they're 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 trying to do it. Get in, losers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get in, losers, for unionizing the miners. Uh, <laughs> no, this is this is wild. I didn't think that this would happen so soon. Like we've seen a lot of stuff in the last couple of years, like progress that was really cool to see. Like you know, I don't know, major league baseball players <laughs> talking about supporting it and stuff. But like, it's, it's happening, and it's going to be part of the major league <laughs> players association. That's really bizarre. I didn't did not see that coming. Yeah, the surprise is kind of like twofold for me personally. Number one, that they're that it's happening so quickly, and number two, that it's happening with the MLBPA, which you know we alluded to this on the episode that we recorded, uh, reacting to this news. But you know, on multiple occasions, the MLBPA has had the opportunity to support younger players who are not yet part of that union, and they didn't like throughout their history. Right. And that's not necessarily an indictment on this current leadership because the leadership turns over so often and. Obviously, the situation has changed a lot in the last 10 years, but more so the last five years. But yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. The, the thing from our shirts is happening. That's a fun way of phrasing it. I like that. <laughs> yeah, people, people were like reaching out to us and being like, hey, guys, like, congratulations. And we're like, <laughs> it was you. It was the- your shirts. <laughs> We didn't really do anything. Like I just did. A it was it was the retweeting the pictures of people wearing your shirts at the stadium. That's yeah, that's what did it. That's did why it. this yeah. is happening. Take the credit. Just do you it. You can't prove that the shirts didn't help. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, no the 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 news caught me totally off guard, and I don't pay nearly as close attention to this as the two of you do. But like, I I, I seem to recall listening to previous discussions about like oh what would this even look like and i don't remember they would get folded into the major league baseball players association union and like as one of the ways that it could happen yeah i mean like bobby said they've had many opportunities to do this over the years and not only have they actively kind of rejected that but they've oftentimes thrown minor leaguers under the bus through, again, through right. no fault of their own necessarily. They have no obligation to bargain on behalf of younger players. But I think historically speaking, we just kind of never really thought that the will was there among major league players to really kind of throw their weight behind this. I think that's the thing that is so shocking to to me right now. And the thing that I'm really kind of curious to see how that unfolds given the kind of disparate nature of what major leaguers want, what minor leaguers want, what high level minor leaguers want versus low level minor leaguers. Um, there's a lot to be sorted out, but damn y'all, we, we, we made it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there definitely were always members of the MLBPA who were interested in things like this. Like Colin McHugh came on our podcast in 2019 and we asked him about minor league unionization because he I don't know if he's explicitly talked about his experience in the minors being shitty, but he was coming up in the Mets system and the Mets system was not good at this time that we've heard in on multiple occasions from multiple different sources. And, you know, McHugh has been one of the like based MLB players. Like, thank you based Colin McHugh for supporting some things that we actually agree with politically. And we asked him about minor league unionization and he was like, yeah, I think they should have a, a, a union. And I was like, you're on the MLBPA executive committee. <laughs> can, you, yeah. can, you, can you say that? Is that, a, is that allowed yeah, like, for you to say that, right yeah. now? Number one, are you allowed to say that on this podcast? I guess Colin was basically just like, no one important is going to hear this. Number one. Number <laughs> two, we got to roast ourselves a little bit. This was 2019. Yeah, yeah. You know, we hadn't, yeah, we hadn't yeah. blown up yet. We weren't making millions from our Patreon yet. 
Um, right, right. Yes, of course. <laughs> but number two, I was like, can't you like put that into motion? And I guess that those sort of sentiments were probably starting to bubble up around that time among major league players who had gone through those hardships in the minors and were no longer sort of like culturally accepting them in a way that was like, I guess you just have to to deal with this fucking borderline illegal workplace for the first six years of your career before you can actually make it to the the big time and actually get your payday. If you make it. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the thing that I think really, I, we, no one had an awareness of how much these conversations were actually going on. Right. But there have obviously been plenty of organizations like advocates for minor leaguers, which, you know, I'm sure we'll get to in more than baseball who've been working both in public and behind the scenes on this sort of thing. Right. And they were distributing like, like memos to recently drafted players of like, these are your rights. This is what it's going to be like. This is what you can ask for. Right. Which is like really only a couple steps away. Right. It was informally Mm -hmm. getting everyone on the same page. So I'm sure like salt a minor league baseball team, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) I think we joked about Colin uh, distributing uh, communist manifestos and he wasn't, Like, he didn't reject it outright, which kind of felt like a good sign (laughs) at the moment. There you go. Step on. For baseball players, like, just, like, not immediately just being like, I'll kick your ass for saying something like that. (laughs) Like, that's, 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 that means, like, yeah, he he may as well be in, like, Austin Red Guard. Like, (laughs) he's one of, he's one of the half dozen Major League Baseball players that uh, is allowed to discuss politics publicly. Yes. Exactly. That actually is kind of my, my next question is uh, because um, uh, that's the that's the first thing I've been wondering is are are they going to get the votes necessary to take the next steps in bargaining? Uh, I think you know, not just reading the tea leaves. I, I don't think the union would really launch this effort. They didn't think there was a serious chance at it. But right. I'm curious what you guys think on that. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to say, obviously, because this has been under wraps the entire time that it's been unfolding, as like most union drives are. You know, like it's not beneficial to the perspective union side to say hey we want to do this and then allow major league baseball or amazon or starbucks or whatever to start cracking down on the union effort before it even ever really gets going but you know they have to have at least 30 30 percent in this first initial wave of signing the union cards in order to get authorization for the mlbpa to represent them and then at that point it would trigger a full-on union election as to whether they will have a union or not and at that point they would have to get 50 percent plus one vote a simple majority in order to have a union. Now, I mean, Tony Clark has been like relatively coy. Tony Clark, the executive director of the MLBPA, has been relatively coy about how much support they have. And, you know, like, why wouldn't he be? He should make Rob Manfred squirm a little bit more while he still can. It's very satisfying. Mm-hmm. But to your point, Lauren, like, why would they be doing this now? Why would they be doing this now if they didn't think that they had the support? We, we said mm-hmm. from the very beginning of this conversation that this was something that they could have really been doing at any point since they formed the MLBPA in 1966 formally, and they chose not to. So you would have to think that if they're choosing 2022 right after this last CBA fight, it has to be for a reason. And that reason must be because they think that there's a pretty good chance. It would be, I don't think it would be embarrassing to not get the yes vote, but it would be a major blow to the momentum of improving working conditions in the minor leagues that has been going for the last two or three years. Absolutely. And like a major blow to the larger uh, unionization efforts we're seeing kind of across the whole country. Yeah. Yeah. We are in a state right now where like, yeah, we've seen labor movements like actually get a lot of these victories on these these big corporations. And uh, I saw a poll the other day that said that the general public's approval of labor unions is the highest it's been since 1965. 71 so, percent. Oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So there's let's like, go. yeah, there's, yeah, there's, that's, yeah, there's that's why they're doing it now. Yeah, all the like the good uh, anti labor lawyers are all employed by Starbucks right now. All the Pinkertons with their like machine guns, you know, like <laughs> on their trains are are busy going to Starbucks right now. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's that makes it that makes it all even more wild to to think about because. The, the kind of anti-union animosity from a lot of corporations is kind of reaching a 
fever pitch right now, right? Amazon and mm-hmm. Starbucks and the aforementioned whoever has been very open about wanting to. Yo, don't short change sort of REI, man. Remember when they tried to make it seem like they had a worker co-op, but it was really just that a was amazing. Co-op, oh, yeah. that was sick. I love that. Wasn't REI the one that did a land acknowledgement in their union busting announcement? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think so, yeah. That's also, so fucking awesome. Can't forget the, can't forget well the Apple get them all. <laughs> oh, yeah, Apple Stars, Apple too. Trader yeah. Joe's. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that one. Yeah, I mean, so, like, all that to say that the sentiment, like, has to be there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. you have to to recognize or, or hope that the players aren't getting spooked by all of this, right? And so the fact that they are going forward with, it, with this publicly feels like a really good sign in my book. Absolutely, yeah. I... I I'd, once this is all settled and down, uh, done, I really hope someone does write a book about like how we even got to this point and the, the whole process. Right. Just because so often when you're like uh, going to reaching out to people to kind of get to the, even where they are now, uh, it's, you you can't really do it on work premises always because you don't want to do it on mm-hmm. the man- manager uh, where the manager can see you. So I think there was absolutely like some recruiting happening in like Fortnite. Oh fuck <laughs> yes! <laughs> like someone was going to like Jared uh, Kalinick and being like. Dude, you know, like in, in the Twitch comment. It was yeah. Trevor May. It was Trevor May that was doing it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope we get a story of that someday because it's got to be stuff like that. Blake Snell taking a break from doing a black scent on Twitch to like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Raise the flag, baby. Joey Gallo just like cranking out home runs and MLB the show being like, this sucks. Everyone hates me now. <laughs> we need to do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> the the sentiment must be changing because I remember always what I would you know what you'd always hear before we've been hearing forever is just like the justification for this is you know major league players saying well I you know I went through all of this bullshit so you know whatever they can they can handle it just like you know we hear for student loans <laughs> we hear for all of these like just terrible justifications for things but like I don't know there does seem to be like way more pushback on that just in the last like year or two than like we've ever heard before. So like Absolutely. something something's got to be changing, and that has to like have hit have hit these um, minor league players, especially once they see stuff like the minor league teams getting folded, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you know, like there's no reason that couldn't more of that couldn't happen in the future, and so like it just seems like man, we gotta we gotta do this now, <laughs> or like or shit's just gonna get worse. Yeah, I mean, on our episode about this uh, from Monday, we we did like a bit of a like brief history of the timeline of the unionization efforts and like what were the sort of biggest chapters of them. And I think the biggest one for me is just the the pandemic generally, like the start of the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely. the way that MLB immediately, the owners immediately were like, no, we're not going to pay minor leaguers. And everybody being like, that's insanely fucked up. You are only paying these guys like $5,000 a year to begin with. And you're not even going to give them that in the midst of everything that's going on globally and most of your businesses are going to be protected from all of this stuff. Like you're, you guys are actually about to get way richer, which we, yeah, you're going to make really money. mad about exactly. And you know, something that's probably underrated that we touched on briefly about that same time period is that the major league baseball players association was going through that same fight with the owners at the same time. And the conversation publicly was about the value of the players to the product and if you just extend that window a little bit, the minor leaguers are also part of that. Like the the way that minor leaguers were seeing messaging about what their value is to the product of Major League Baseball and the way that they're going to keep that product going throughout the pandemic in order to keep these 30 billionaires as rich as they've always been. And so I think that was like a really, really, really important accelerating moment for this specific like union drive among those players. It gave them like a vocabulary and it gave them a direct time period to point back to and say, look how they were about to treat you. Look what happened when you stood together with your voices against this potential treatment. Yeah. I think the CBA, the CBA fight was massive in, in Mm -hmm. having a lot of players really find their voice and sort of wake up to the conditions that, that, you know, owners were putting them in, whether whether they were the same as minor leaguers or not. I think the fact that they could kind of look up and say, oh, they're they're taking advantage of us, too. Like, I knew they were taking advantage of you, but they're also trying to do the same thing to us on like a different scale. And so that's not to say that, like, 
if that fight doesn't happen, we don't get a minor league union. But I think it was hugely valuable for a lot of players to actually be able to kind of have a bit of cover, you know, and say, no, there actually is like labor solidarity here. And it naturally extends to the players just a few years younger than them. Absolutely. Yeah. This is only like tangentially related. Um, But do do you remember, do you remember if any teams took Pay, paycheck protection loans, like Bob Betting absolutely pocketed a couple hundred thousand, right? Uh, it's funny that you ask because we actually had a whole bit about this on the opening of the episode that we ended up pushing back to later in this week. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, our cold open's getting teased right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, They're coming out no, the same. These are coming out the same day. It's fine. It's fine. No teams. I don't think teams were eligible for the PPP loans because I think they're all like technically too large and like they have they they make too much money already so none of the like teams themselves or none of the owners took them under their own names but that i'm i'm certain that bob nutting and some other castellini and these other people yeah. uh actually took them like under different llc names that i just would not know what to look up yeah it's all getting funneled through like the bars near the stadium or something yeah well i guess i i guess i can reveal this because people can go listen to our episode now at the same time but um the Castellinis took a PPP loan through the Reds Hall of Fame Museum that is in Great American Ballpark. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's awesome! Amazing <laughs> for like one hundred and sixty-two thousand. That all got forgiven. Yeah. Oh, now that's that's the big red machine with Castellini. That's beautiful. <laughs> Incredible, dear lord. All right. Well, no, this is this is awesome. This is like. I don't know. This is this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in baseball. Like, <laughs> I did not see this coming at all. Um, uh-huh. Fucking great! Like, this is this is truly a, a moment to celebrate because An yeah, uncomplicatedly absolutely. good thing happening in yeah. baseball. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah. Really, for the last like three years now, every time I've said that like uh, baseball is a mirror for American society, it's been about like a shitty thing. It's really mm. nice. To have a- thing again yeah, yeah yeah no i mean this is and we've been we've been talking about how like this is certainly like in the time that we've been doing the podcast it's probably you know the most momentous thing that's happened but like even in my time as like a baseball fan like thinking about oh, things sure. that are not related to the sport itself it's hard to think of a uh a a larger moment that will define the next generation of baseball than than mm-hmm. this this is going to shade everything to come in in the yeah, coming years it's like the, it's it's the biggest thing since the 2001 world series absolutely <laughs> <laughs> i remember having a conversation about i don't know if we had this conversation this is a thing that happens now between me and alex is that i can't remember if we've had conversations online or offline like mm-hmm. off oh, pod yeah. or off mm-hmm. on pod mm-hmm. but i remember having a conversation at one point about how basically minor leaguers are just treated the same as gig workers are now like they're trying to mm-hmm. legislate their way like the company that major league baseball is trying to legislate their way out of having to give these people benefits give these people minimum wage and so in that respect it definitely does feel like the biggest thing that has happened in our lifetime of baseball fans in terms of like actually relating to the real world and i know we talk about how baseball is a mirror for society all the time but Minor leagues are probably the the worst treated people who are treated as badly as like actual other people in other sectors are, you know. And so, mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a it's a really cool move for the MLBPA to be so directly involved in this because I think a fair criticism that we and others have levied against the MLBPA is that like they don't show as much solidarity as you'd hope that they would show with other unions and other the rest of the American labor movement. Like in 2018, right. I think it was 2018 or 2019 when the Red Sox crossed a picket line yeah, for hotel workers, that. like stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that. Like you, where you'd really wish that the MLB, MLBPA, one of the biggest success stories of a union in America, would do more for for workers that look more like their fans. And th- I mean, this is a step towards that. It's obviously not exactly the same because these are baseball players who will go on to make the major league, so it's a much more direct correlation. But it's it's a step towards that. Absolutely, yeah. And and I feel like that, I feel like their explicit involvement in this like helps a lot, uh, like the a lot more than just like like ten or fifteen years of organizing. Yeah, exactly. It's and it's just it's cool. Sorry, I don't have anything smart to add. I'm just saying it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, and it's you know, and it's more members of the union too. Then like that's great. Oh God, yeah, more people on gives you more power. Yeah. The, the, and I, I have not 
really seen like a very many people like complaining about this yet. Like there was mm. maybe no. one or two takes who were like kind of bitchy about it. But for the most part, it's like people have been like really excited excited about it. I have not seen the um, maybe they're still writing like the horrific George Will op eds. Yeah, but, where uh, where is George Will? Have we checked in on him? Yeah, is is like is racist stats guy chimed in on this yet? Like, have you know have like how isn't there like a, just a, like a legion of like horrible Astros fans talking about how this is like the end of baseball? Like, Bill I don't know. It's, it's like we're talking about how this is this momentous thing for like for us, like you know, in our in our perception. But like, man, we are a we are a small weird uh, portion of <laughs> baseball fans overall. I think like. Because I, I don't, I don't really see it, see a ton of it else elsewhere. I think, I think part of the awkward part of that is that so many of our media outlets now are just owned by the league, or if they're not oh, yeah. owned by the league, they're directly, you know, influenced by what's happening to the, the thirty access. major league yeah. baseball clubs because they need the access exactly, or they're like a financial partner in bed with the league, and so you're not going to hear about this on broadcasts. You're not going to hear about it on MLB.com. You're not going to hear it from the people who probably it will affect most, which is like minor league reporters, you know, like they're not going to be writing about this, even though this is the biggest news that's ever hit their beat in the time that they've been covering it for sure. And so there's like this weird kind of like quiet before the storm period where it's just us weirdos. And then all of the like people who are going to have the worst opinions about it, they probably don't even know about it yeah yet, or like That's have not point. formed an opinion on it yet they're still on they're on instagram reels they'll find yeah, out on Monday, um, guys. yeah yeah update <laughs> george will is busy hero worshiping gorbachev and uh talking <laughs> oh, about awesome. That's talking so about Sorry. how <laughs> opinion dc's new victims of communism museum tells a vital and then the 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 headline trails off because i don't want to click on this yeah link. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's <laughs> what George Madeline. Will is currently doing. Yeah, we can fill in the gaps there. Yeah, only matter. Yeah, uh, we'll 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 probably we'll keep an eye out for his opinions on these developments because I'm sure they're going to be very funny. It's gonna it's gonna get wrapped into cancel culture somehow. Like, oh, it's gotta. It's gonna be it's gonna be so stupid. Like I, I can't. Yeah, I cannot wait to see like the spin that gets put on this by not only like the league but just. I mean, I, I'm actually curious. Like I'm actually curious what you all think the the spin, the main spin, is going to be, right? Because like the number one spin that you hear when when a union forms is from the company side is this like fear mongering about how the union's not actually going to have your interests at, right. at heart. Like there, it's like this third party that you're allowing into this work relationship, and they have their own agendas to push forward. Like that is the bullshit that you hear most mm-hmm. often. Like not really a clear argument that you can make that the MLBPA won't be in your interest because major leaguers are making millions of dollars and minor leaguers are making five thousand dollars a year. So right, uh, li- living in DC, kind of where all of these takes get cooked up. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be teams will close one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cost for fans are going to skyrocket too. Like those things haven't already happened and aren't continuing to happen. <laughs> yeah, like they were they, they were they were closing teams before. It was like you, you're yeah you're already doing that. I mean they'll they'll do like just kind of slightly. I think there's going to be like a mashup of the oh you're you're rooting for millionaires sort of thing combined with like these millionaires don't have any like of your interests in mind either. Like they're still gonna. Yeah. Uh, there's, there, when they're when they're negotiating, they're still going to be only worried about the major leaguers and stuff like that. And there will be like a Brookings um, Institute study that says like the pr- cost of like manufacturing Cracker Jacks are going to go up seven hundred percent. that's <laughs> yeah. exactly that's a good, that's a big one that I feel like that that Rob is going to be trotting out pretty pretty frequently, which is like, well, you know, in order to cover the cost of the eventual minor league CBA, tickets are now minimum one hundred dollars for all minor and major league baseball games. You know, yeah, yeah. maybe I'll just but sell I'm, out and pitch that story to AEI. They're just right down the street. You should do that. Yeah, <laughs> I have a feeling they're also going to uh, going to do some shady stuff with translators, like they did when players were kneeling. You remember Ooh. that? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they were when they were when they they would like tell like the the Spanish um, speaking players like, oh no, you you have to. You, like you can't kneel, and even though like that was not the policy of the clubs, they're definitely going to do that. Yeah, I mean, I do feel like much of this war is going to be waged in private, in part because I think they probably read the writing on the yeah. wall that like public sentiment is really not in their favor right now. When mm-hmm. like with regards to minor league conditions specifically, like regardless your feelings about unions or whatever, 
like th- this mm-hmm. is kind of like a a weird uh like big tent issue for baseball fans where regardless of where you are and kind of the the political ideological pr- uh spectrum you're kind of like yeah these guys should probably be able to afford food mm-hmm. right like that's probably a decent thing so like I've, i am really curious to see like how confident they get in trying to go to major media outlets and who will just try and turn to them. their number one play is going to be make make early concessions immediately and be like see you don't need a union and then they're yeah. gonna they're gonna then I mean, they've already been doing that for a couple of years now yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we're giving everybody lunch now. And I mean, like, look at look at what we've given to all of these minor leaguers. Look at all the good we've done for them. And they're so greedy. They just they're keep they keep pushing on for this. Union. Yeah, they keep I, wanting to get paid for their work. What the yeah, fuck? what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I think it's so funny that they've been making these concessions over the last couple of years, like housing and increased pay and whatever, like as a way to stave off unionization <laughs> efforts. And and they just went minimum and minimum efforts. They fucking yeah. did it anyway. Like Rob Manfred is so mad right now. I mean, we said that at the time of the housing policy, we were like, this is the best argument for unionization that I've seen yet is that as soon as you put like five people on the record about how bad shit is, (laughs) MLB caves and provides free housing for every single minor leaguer. Like imagine what would happen if you actually had to come to the table. Yeah. And you know, now we're kind of seeing that like they're, they're kind of reaping what they sowed. I mean, they're more than kind of reaping what they've sowed. They literally went to Congress and snuck in a bill that says that minor leaguers don't have to make minimum wage into Trump's budget. Like, what are we talking about here? They're, yeah. They have yeah. no shame. They'll they'll go and make the argument, I think. That's where that's where we differ. I think Rob is going to get up there and basically be like, well, we just can't afford it. And it's going to, you know, demonstrably affect the product if we have to invest more money in the minor leagues. I think he's been kind of like laying that groundwork for five years. Yeah. Oh, I also I mean, think he'll definitely try to like shift more stuff to unaffiliated leagues that are technically right. not like part of mlb yeah i mean they're they're in this weird position because they're kind of backed into a corner a little bit because they have this senate judiciary committee oh yeah who's like taking a look at their antitrust exemption right so Thank like you dick durbin the, let's fucking yeah actually, go. Fucking <laughs> absolute legend yeah but like if even if you manage to push off unionization efforts all of a sudden you have to contend with Congress stripping away part of your antitrust exemption, which is not something they want mm. to do whatsoever, right. right? Unionization kind of defangs some of those efforts a, a little bit because all of a sudden they yeah. have representation, but they have to tread really lightly here because mm-hmm. they have kind of forces coming from a couple different uh, angles right now. Alex, I have an idea for a new shirt of ours. Okay. We do like one of those like notorious rbg style shirts with dick durbin's face on them or chuck grassley's face on them <laughs> like thank you based dick durbin for getting the minor league union going dick durbin yeah, go on tipping that. pitches yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I i think if you guys uh if your shirts can like grant wishes now you should just go ahead and get like that give me 10 million dollars shirt going <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make a fucking shirt that says Bernie Sanders come on tipping pitches because they're making the damn minor league union and he still hasn't come on. Still hasn't. <laughs> yeah. answered us. Selfish. Yeah, like, what the hell? So selfish. <laughs> well, Jacobin is too busy trying to get him to run again. So I think you need to like, I think you need to stop them. Um, I, mean, I think, from, I think one of us was like, them. maybe, maybe we should just go to Burlington with like a shotgun mic and just yeah, right. like try to interview him and just hang out at the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. When I drive back next week, I'll see if I can't, uh, if I, if I happen to see him when I'm, when I'm in town, I'll, I'll, uh, pass along the message. Yeah. I'll send, I'm going to, I'm going to ship a, a zoom recorder to you and just, just carry that around just in case. Batting around is going to scoop your asses and get him first. <laughs> Bernie, what you're going to do is you're going to go download Audacity. It's free. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to select external microphone, 48 kilohertz, 24-bit depth, please. Make sure sure it's recording. Clap in front of the microphone. Just check on that for me, Bernie. Thank you. No, please don't record with your laptop speakers. Please plug it in the face if you have them. Them No. No, yeah. AirPods? Absolutely not. No. Please do not use your earbuds. They will absolutely pick up on your on the mic that's attached to them. Do not do it. Do not do it. It's going to be hell to edit. J- Jane uh, can speak from experience. <laughs> no, there was, there was one episode that... Well, I, I won't mention it, but yeah. Okay. <laughs>
All right. Well, no, that's that's awesome. Do we want to hit these couple of other little little notes that we got here before we get to mailbag? Because there was some other cool stuff that happened around here. Specifically, yeah. there were two like series announced for, for next season that they're going to have. Uh, well, 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 the Korea series is yes. happening this November. Oh, okay. Which is so fucking cool. It'll be the first time Major League Baseball is being is going to be played in Korea in a hundred years. That's wow. Cool. Like, yeah. It was like on like a like a navy ship. Yeah. MLB is playing against Korea and it's going to fucking rule and I can't wait and we're going to do a lot of cool shit for it. Um and then today they announced that the Padres and the Giants are going to be playing a series in Mexico City next year which is also cool because I love seeing baseball in other countries, specifically in cities that are 7,200 feet above sea level, <laughs> which is right. significantly higher than Denver. Like the, like the series, I think it was in London where like the Yankees played and they hit like, like 14 home runs in oh, a yeah, game or something. Great. I watched that. Yeah. I watched that Yankees Red Sox one. It was, you know, it was on at like six in the morning or something. And yeah, like it was multiple like a, home runs yeah. per team per inning. It was, it was like great. a 40 run game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that they should just give them the, the juiced balls back for this and see what can happen. Oh. Maybe oh. Lauren, you should oh, go yeah. in the psycho sabermetric lab and let us know what could come of that. Just throw whipple balls. Yeah, or just or just juice the rest of Major League Baseball's balls to get everything on the same playing field. You know, like yeah. this has to be a nightmare for the people who are like trying to create like adjusted stats. You know, yeah. but the balls yeah. go seventy five percent further in Mexico City than in like fucking <laughs> Texas. Yeah. Whatever. Those two games are just gonna be like people are just gonna be like. So these two games don't exist. Don't count them. <laughs> Well, poor Zach Hample is going to have to stand outside the baseball stadium in order to catch one photo. Oh, that was that was that almost made my list of things to talk about. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, we, we've, got a, we've got a mailbag question about it later. So don't worry about great, it. Great, great. Uh, <laughs> no, but this, like I, I think they should take this a step further and just move the athletics down to Mexico City. Yeah. yeah, that that was kind of my takeaway from the series. Is like I have like long said, like I think the most fun place you could put an expansion team is Mexico City, like far and away. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it would break my heart, but it'd be better than Vegas. So much fucking better than Vegas. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck Vegas. Get the fuck out of here. No one wants it. Go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, Mexico, Korea, cool. And I think, and I think in in the Mexico one, I read that like more of these things are coming soon. Oh, MLB loves doing them; they're hugely profitable. Yeah, they're like they're like getting the ball rolling on a lot of like they're going to try and do more in Europe and some more in um, Latin America. So, yeah, stoked. Yeah, give me, um, give, I want the I want the Netherlands series real bad. Give me the hoofball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need, we need honk ball. Can we get back to Iowa? folks where, where baseball's <laughs> baseball's heartland let's run that back at least one more time we haven't milked all the nostalgia out of it yet oh i'm so sick of that thing already uh well i mean it didn't help that it was fucking cubs reds this year because everybody so was hyped as shit on that game after last after mm-hmm. the, like, the first one they loved it yeah, it sucks yeah uh but then this this, this year where they're like all right it's the cubs and the reds like just yeah, the the dregs of one yeah. of the worst <laughs> divisions of the last couple of years, and uh, there's rumors that there was what was the rumor about the um, hologram that they were going to use? Well, they they used a they used a Harry Carey hologram. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, they did do the yeah. Harry Carey hologram. Yeah, no, it's but like because there was rumors of it before it happened, and everyone was already just like, no, I I don't, please don't do this, <laughs> please don't do this, good. and then they did it. That's so fucking evil. How you gonna? How you gonna fucking? How you gonna fucking make necromancy like boring and corporatized? <laughs> yeah, Get it's out like of the most fun like spell, spell school. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, uh, mailbag. Let's go. Let's let's go right to the Zach Campbell one. At punished fs <laughs> hater says uh, 
A $10 million bounty has been placed on Zach Hampel's head, a la Smoke and Aces. Uh, what are your assassin gimmicks? And I'd just like to say, like, right away, like, we are not um, threatening Zach Hampel's life here. This is all, this is a parody, a funny thing for a, yeah, for a, for a funny, if we wrote a movie, we wrote a movie about, about a similar sort of thing. Hack sample, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hack sample, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I would want there to be like a group of assassins that like are just children seeking revenge, mm. uh, like just all the children that have not, that he's knocked over. Oh yeah, <laughs> in recent yeah. years, just yeah. just coming just coming coming to get him. Just like yeah. several s- several small children in a trench coat with like a knife or something. They're just in their like you know uh, you know gear that they were wearing at the at the games. You know, they just, they're with they should the, just, like it's like the old scenario. Like, could you beat up like a hundred toddlers? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, are they are they gonna are they gonna team up with the with the ushers as well? Because I know the ushers have their own yeah. team. Oh, no, 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 the ushers the yeah. ushers are a different thing. This is this is like <laughs> this is like the warriors, right? We've got like a million different gimmicks, and they're all coming yeah. for Zach Campbell. Exactly. I really want to yeah. do the like master of disguise thing like the gene parmesan yeah. thing where like every everywhere that he was goes one of the guys in smoke and aces some random guy turns around and it's me with a yeah, gun you think it's marlin's man but it's steven with a gun <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i feel like for me i would want to i would want a scenario where like uh he has to pitch bp to major league players with no net in front of him you know and they just have to <laughs> try to rock it line drives back up the middle like see if you can catch it with your little glove then you know <laughs> love that I, love that personally i'm a big fan of uh the cask of amontillado and i think like if you had like a you told him you had like a really nice like babe ruth sign ball in downstairs in your in your cellar that you wanted to show him i think you go for it he would go for it for sure. Right. Yeah. Just put it like a, under like a net that's like suspended from the ceiling and like wait until <laughs> he's there to grab it. Did you all see him um, horny posting on Twitter the other day? No. Did I? It was very funny. He was, he was responding to Lisa Ann. Oh, um, buddy. <laughs> that, on Maine? Yeah, on Maine. He was, he, was, he, was horny, he was horny replying to Lisa Ann and he was also... Um, Thank you, sir, into the Lincoln Project. Oh, <laughs> oh imagine being in Zach Nipple's Twitter circle. He was asking her for like grapes. He's like, I'm all out. Can I have some? Yeah, she was like cutting up grapes in a video or something. It was it was very strange. <laughs> I I admire that he never logs off, frankly, you know? Yeah. Like it oh, would, yeah. he could he could very easily say, fuck you guys. I the baseballs are free, like I'm gonna do what I want. But like he they they get under his skin. People mm-hmm. really, he will respond to you uh, or or block you if you like come at him with criticism, which I which I respect. You know, he takes it to heart still. <laughs> Up until a week ago, I didn't know who I didn't know who he was. I was the a one person ago? on baseball Twitter yeah, who didn't actually to have really? to interact with this man. Yeah, huh. he's probably my what guy i'm honing the algorithm exactly how i want it to be and then you guys fucking ruined it for me with the whole zach hample thing he had me blocked on my account that like died five years ago now okay so here we're we're running back um the unionize the miners shirts but it's miners at baseball games uh who have had (laughs) zach hample steal baseballs yeah zach hample is trampled over yeah (laughs) they need representation too yeah absolutely like we either need to like (laughs) to unionize them or start a class action lawsuit on their behalf (laughs) yeah I mean, that's how it started for the minor league baseball players, too, right? The yeah, class yeah, action exactly. lawsuit that just exactly. got wrapped up a couple months ago. Yeah, we don't need to do any sort of violence against Zach Campbell. Not that we would. That is parody. This is, this is uh, yeah. Uh, we just, just need to financially ruin him. I think uh, that's that's the real way to go. Let's see. Rachel says, Aroldis Chapman is on the IL because his new tattoo got infected. What kind of tattoo do you think it is? That's a good fucking question. I think he's at the stage of his career in life where it's probably like a really ugly tattoo of a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, like a palm print or something like that. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, like the yeah. date the kid was born or something, and like a rose. Yeah, I know he has like a really bad one of like a baseball that's on fire. <laughs> oh, like you know, oh. it's like it's going so fast, you know, that uh, it's that it's on fire. Like it's 
re-entering the uh, orbit. You know, you you really can't do that knowing eventually you're not going to be able to throw ninety nine. Mm. Right. Like age comes for all of us, bud. Yep. I was going to suggest like like uh, like his own nickname. You know, like the Cuban the Cuban missile is his nickname, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But he probably already has that tattooed on him, right? He probably didn't wait till this year to get that. No, that's like yeah. on his that's like on his chest. You know, you can pull down the shirt and see it for sure. Well, that's where your Cuban missile tattoo is too, right, Alex? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left hand. It, it's actually kind of weird they're allowed to get tattoos during the season. I thought that would fall into like the yeah. same kind of like clause as like riding a, a motorbike because this stuff happens. Yeah, definitely. And like you're an athlete, you're getting all sweaty every day. I don't know. Like I have, I have tattoos, and I am much less active than a major league baseball player. And like, I, I, I don't want to do anything that would like have have stuff rubbing against it or anything like that. Like, I can't imagine why you would do that. Like during the during the season, that sounds fucking awful. <laughs> like when I got the one, when I got like a big one on my forearm. Like I was just like. Yeah, I feel like I should take a couple days off of work from my office job, like to recover. I can't imagine doing that. It's insane. I mean, I guess the best explanation is uh, is not he's not pitching much these days because he's not very good. So he's got all the fucking time in the world. Gotten bad, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> uh, all right, Sega CD eight. How is baseball history different in the for all mankind universe? Ooh, good question. I am not caught up. Have we? Have we got you? Are, are y'all on the For All Mankind pill yet? Uh, I watched the the pilot just like a week ago, actually, because uh, I yeah. had not started it yet. But I saw enough people talking about it that I watched the pilot. But I have not gotten beyond that point yet. Yeah, this is my okay, Zach so- Campbell moment. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't do spoilers it, for anybody who doesn't know. For All Mankind is a show on uh, Apple TV. That's an alternate reality kind of thing where like the Soviets beat America to the moon and it kind of requires America to kickstart NASA and keep the funding going. And it's, it's on they just been the th- third season recently. Jane and I are both obsessed. It's, it's wild. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think they've ever talked about baseball in this show. Have they? They've never talked no. about baseball. No, no th- there is no. a shot of uh, Kirk Gibson's home run in one of like the time shift secret montages that's right so the daughters do still win the world series in 88 but i don't know if there's any other references to baseball in it and they haven't hit the 2000s yet so we don't we don't know if we don't know one we don't know if 9-11 happened two we don't know like if uh what happened in the the 2001 world series i I really hope they address that in the fourth season (laughs) i saw a quite funny screenshot from the for all mankind reddit the other day going around to my twitter that was like 9-11 9-11 still needs to happen so that we can get My Chemical Romance, because without My Chemical Romance, <laughs> Gerard Way doesn't start. Without 9-11, Gerard Way doesn't start. But it, but, but it wouldn't happen because the Soviets did not invade Afghanistan and for all mankind. Right, exactly. So, but need to find a way it to could happen some... It could... It, someone else could, else could do it. I mean, it's entirely yeah. possible that George W. Bush <laughs> still becomes president, so... He'll if find a smart, way. They let him stay a baseball owner. Yeah. For baseball purposes, for baseball purposes, do we think that like maybe there's a USSR com- competition league to Major League Baseball, and they're just like kind of doing their own thing over there? Maybe I like pro- a lot of Cuban players. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They would probably look at baseball as like, oh, it's shitty American sport. We wouldn't want to do that. But with with the Cuba angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but may- mm-hmm. maybe like maybe they were like, oh, we got to the moon before them. Why don't we just fucking take their pastime too? Oh, while we're at be it, so good, right? Like the Soviets had really aggressive, uh, like all sorts of programs for uh, Olympic uh, competitions. They would absolutely have a baseball team that would try to compete with Americans. That would be like juice to the gills. Yeah, and despite like the eight, the Dodgers still winning in '88, like not they have established that not all the sports stuff is the same. Because during one of those things, I think when the second the second season starts. They talk. They like mention that the miracle on ice did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the plucky American team did not pull out a victory against the Soviets. So maybe from there the Soviets will go like, yeah, well, we're going to beat you in everything now. I think that the big great. change is that the steroid scandal happens like twenty years earlier because <laughs> of the Soviet. Uh, all the Soviet athletes are just like juiced to the gills on steroids in like the seventy-eight Olympics or something. <laughs> 
frankly, <laughs> frankly, I think that like a, a successful gigantic communist country would be way better at developing baseball players than the United oh, States. Easily. Oh, absolutely. Because like they you would just socialize. Leaders. Yeah, you exactly, exactly. The minor <laughs> yeah. league union would have been a thing of the past over there. They would have been having that for decades. But you would just socialize the development of the sport, and then you'd have like you know five thousand percent more prospects to choose from. Not just yeah. rich white kids who like grew up on the East Coast or West Coast. Yeah, I mean, there is a reason they competed in, like really competitively in all, all the Olympic sports, and it wasn't because it wasn't just because of the steroids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is uh, this hurt, is though. the steroids didn't hurt. This is mostly unrelated. Um, but have you guys heard of the uh, the movie the the Comrades of Summer? It's like from no. the early nineties. It's like Joe. Montaigne from fucking Criminal Minds or whatever, but he's like this yeah. American baseball coach who goes who goes over to teach uh, this like ragtag team of like Russian baseball players that oh finer God. the finer oh, points fuck. of our pastime. This looks incredible. <laughs> they have those Alex. awesome, yeah, those those awesome CCCP jerseys. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. I'm gonna oh need one of those jerseys. <laughs> Why are yeah. you giving this shit away, dude? This could be Patreon content for us. You're just <laughs> giving it away. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a watching around. Episode. Yeah, I think I think this. Yeah, stay tuned, folks. Yeah. <laughs> We're uh, gonna watch no. another video on stream sometime. Maybe maybe that'll be. Yeah, maybe we'll all get yeah, together when we, for that. When we do watch-alongs, when there's not fucking baseball happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, holy shit! Yeah, this is this is great. And fucking yeah, Fat Tony teaching Russians <laughs> baseball—that rules. Love that. Oh, I love this this picture of the on the uh, the poster where it's got the baseball and he's wearing like the little Russian fur hat. That's hilarious. Like <laughs> on the baseball, love that. That's so good. Last question here from Frivolous: Will the Brewers ever win a World Series? Like ever? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that's no. I, I think the I think Bauman, Mike Bauman, talked about this ages ago. Just like on some podcast or another about the the idea that like society is going to collapse and baseball <laughs> will end before yeah, at some point. like most of the teams that currently exist win again. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, there's no, like there's, there's a limited amount of years left that mm. we, we can, we have, for our chips and if the same couple teams keep winning over and over again that's even fewer yeah. opportunities for teams to win so it's like yikes and the brewers strike the red sox will win every five years and so that takes the up brewers strike me as a a team that that would they're not gonna th- make they're it not, they're not gonna make it they're they they missed the in the game of musical chairs they uh they missed they missed their shot I mean, if they're interested in winning a World Series before the inevitable collapse of society, I would suggest maybe getting some people who can hit because they haven't done <laughs> that for like the last seven years, you know, except outside mm-hmm. from one deuce ball Christian Yelich here. But I really sympathize with this question because kind of like it's not even a bit that the thing that keeps me up most often at night is thinking about dying before the Mets win the World Series. Like that is genuinely <laughs> one of the things. <laughs> That I fear most in life because I have dedicated so much time to this fucking team. Steven's You're going to be long. like one of those, one of those people, you know, like remember when the Cubs won the World Series and all the people were like, I wish my grandpa could have seen yeah, this. But, like going, yeah, to, like, going to their family members' graves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like just playing the last out on their phone. <laughs> yeah. All the people who died like within the last calendar year before the the, the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, like those yeah. people oh, yeah. were just tainted automatically. You know, maybe that. Yeah. Be <laughs> we'll bring back a hologram of you. I have a similar yeah. feeling, Bobby. Different because the Phillies did win the World Series in my yeah. conscious memory, but I, you know, wasn't there for it. So now I'm just like, can just kind of like send my brain back in time to enjoy 2008 because I know that there's a good chance that's mm-hmm. it. It's really fucked up. You kind of brought that up just to, to just to make sure he knew that your team had won. That's, that's a little bit, <laughs> a little bit fucked up, Steven. Well, I was going to say, Steven's not alone, but I'm like, bro, Phillies won the World Series when I was like 12, which was the worst possible fucking time Fuck for you. your team's rival. He got me back by saying how old he was. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a lot. I went through a lot. I paid my penance. That's all we got for questions. I think that's all we got for this episode. Well, thank you two so much for coming on the show. 
as as soon as this news dropped, all three of us were just like, "Can we get the yeah, tipping pickles guys on?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if if you are listening to this and somehow don't listen to them, also go listen to them. Yeah, they are our official that. sibling podcast, especially their episode from this past Monday on all the minor league stuff that we were just talking about. It was way good. Smarter than how we talk about it. Way though. smarter. Oh my god. So go 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 for that if you want to like actually be informed. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys for having us. Thanks so much. Right. Y'all are my fave. You're my fave baseball pod to listen to. So thank you so that's, much for having me. Uh, that's that's so sweet of you. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, everybody. Uh, go sign up for the Patreon if you haven't. We had a really fun episode about football last week with uh, the Athletics Arif Hassan. That was incredibly funny. Um, I cried laughing during it. Uh, really, really good stuff. So go sign up for that. I promise I didn't miss it on purpose. I promise. <laughs> uh, and we'll have more bonus episodes coming up soon, as, lo- as well as watch-alongs. Um, we'll have a September watch-along. I'm sure we'll announce soon. And then uh, during the playoffs, I think we're going to do a whole bunch of those. So Absolutely, uh, yeah. Yeah, go sign up, patreon.com slash batting around. Yeah, those are going to rock. On the subject of the Patreon, uh, is it, if the minor leaguers are getting a union, could Steven and I? No, no. That's that's not out of the question here. <laughs> we'll talk later, uh, Lauren. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, will, I will fold the podcast before <laughs> recognizing. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. manage my fantasy baseball team better than I manage my anger these days. And I trade my best pitcher for a draft pick and a picture of the president writhing in pain. It's a weird thing to wish for, but I can't stop wishing, refreshing the browser someday. If I live long enough and the world doesn't end, my wish will come true in a way. And he'll die like we all die in pain or sleep, and we'll still have our fantasy baseball. And the next fascist fucker in line for the job of demolishing hope for us all so I'm putting in love now I'm putting in faith putting fear on a long term IL I'm going outside I'm gonna help organize something better something beautiful something beautiful